Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another hot off the press episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Thanks for being here. Hope you had a wonderful holiday weekend. Stayed safe, stayed sane. I cannot wait to dive into the Absolutely Not voicemails today because I know they're going to be insane and lit. And a lot of y'all need to see someone and talk professionally because I can't fix all of the problems but we'll get to as many as I can. First and foremost, I was supposed to get Jeff on the podcast. I'm sorry. He talked about it all week. Literally then today, he was like, I'm on an early flight out. I got to be at work at 5 a.m. tomorrow. I was like, what? So we fucked it all up. Again, scheduling has never been my strong suit. So he will come back on the podcast in a week when he's down here. We've got a lot of things in the works, that man and I. But first and foremost, I'm going to put it out there explain for the 6,000th time for a lot of y'all that are very confused about my relationship with Jeff. And I just need to explain it. So my boo-boo thing, my Jeffrey, my Italian stallion, my big dick daddy, my two in the pink, one in the stink, lover for life, Jeff Daniels. Yes, named Jeff Daniels, like the actor in Dumb and Dumber. We have no food. We have no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. That Jeff Daniels is, well, the love of my life, my fiancé, if you will, darling. God damn it, we've been watching a lot of The Crown, and let me tell you, Olivia Colman's performance is great, but the show is fucking boring. I asked everyone, I said, listen, can I just skip to the Princess Diana thing? I want to know the raw and real story. Side note, I will get back to Jeff, but you need to watch Fuck the Crown. Watch the show on Netflix called Diana in Her Own Words. Long story short, This friend of Diana writes a a tell-all about her, records everything. So when she dies, the book comes out before she dies, and then she dies, and then he releases the tapes to be like, yo, my secret source was actually Princess Diana, whom I wrote the book about. It'd be like if I sat down in a room with Raymond, and I was like, listen, this is everything. And we recorded it, and then he wrote a a story about me, but y'all didn't know we were friends. And then I, God forbid, perished. And then he said, I got the tapes. That's the situation. Watch that. It's fucked up. As far as I'm concerned, the royal family can suck a dick. And I said that. And I'm not trying to be inappropriate 
or disrespectful to the Brits, but they know that we know that all of us know Princess Diana was everything. And I bought the $50 Princess Diana Beanie Baby. Yeah, the purple bear with the beautiful silver rose embroidered on the breast. And my mom and I had to go all the way to Dahlonega, Georgia, which is an hour north, and sit outside of a fudge shop. Yeah, a fudge fucking shop for the Princess Diana bear. And I got a pound of fudge because I was a fat ass. And Robin put down 50, half a hundo. I still think she must have been fucking drunk that day. Robin was the cheapest mom. And I love her. Great mom. But we never had like the name brand crayons. You know what I mean? We had the ones that were so waxy. You got like a light hue of blue. You were never getting a fully saturated Crayola crayon moment. God, what the fuck was the brand? It's like something like Watermark. You know what I mean? Or just like POS crayons. That's what I had. So the fact of the matter is I couldn't even get the Keds, the leather Keds that you just wiped off. My mom got saved the $20 and got me the canvas ones. And that's why my shoes always look dirty. I was like, mom, I feel like, can you just get me the ones that you wipe off? She was like, no, don't be ridiculous. Anyways, I say all of this to just say I'm triggered. The most expensive Beanie Baby I ever got was a Princess Diana bear, which I've hold near and dear to my heart. Couldn't fucking tell you where it is now. Pretty sure it's in a storage bin that probably, I don't know, had ratatouille's eat through it. I, I, I got to find it. But long story short, I was shocked when my mother spent that amount of dough on a Beanie Baby. So Princess Diana has always been a, a place in my heart. And this all comes back to Jeff. He forced me to watch The Crown. And I'm like, babe, we got to just cut to season four. I got to get into it. I mean, listen, they've been nominated for Emmys left and right. The actors are fucking phenomenal. Great acting across the board. But it's just so British and slow. To the point where you're like, do I, I mean, could I fall asleep for 12 hours and wake up and we're still in the same scene? Riddle me this. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying. And I love British culture, but I'm, literally holding my eyes open with toothpicks. I say all of that to say my husband, my fiance, my fiance, Jeff, he just makes me sit through these fucking shows all the time. Long story short, I've gotten so many personal messages, whether it through be Twitter or Instagram, because that's personal to me. Um, and a lot of voicemails like, I don't get it. Where do y'all live? What does he do? Put it out there. Put my business out there so y'all for once understand what a hoe is dealing with. Jeff and I lived together in New York. We Before that, we were long distance for like eight out of 10 years, okay? And for some people, it just works. He's very independent. I'm very independent. Absolutely fucking not to the fact that I have to keep reminding some of you hoes, we Gucci. We have not broken up. He's the love of my life. Trust me and believe. If Jeff were to do something to fuck this up, and honey, I'm, st- I'm talking directly to you because I love that you're a supportive partner and you do listen to my podcast, but eventually you'll fuck something up. You know what I mean? I'm just saying if in this relationship, he would like degenerately gamble all of our money away for private school for our children. And then I'd have to set his car on fire with him in it. I've said this before and I'll say it again. We will not get divorced. One of us will murder the other. It's a crime of passion. I will gladly sit in a jail cell for the rest of my life. Look at my roommate, Tammy, and say, Tammy, good morning. It's my 7,000th day behind bars Would you like me to replay verbatim, word for word, step by step, how I murdered Jeff Daniels? And she'll do a deep eye roll, let out a sigh and be like, this bitch, here we go. 
But anyways, so when the pandemic hit, Jeff and I came down to Atlanta to keep an eye on my mom. And I mean, essentially bug out of New York for a little bit because, you know, we were like, we need a little bit of space. Made the decision. My mom said, hey, I want y'all to to, to live here and I want to keep the, the house and the family and yada, yada, yada. And bada bing, bada boom. We said, yeah. Now, here's the thing. I'm going into Jeff's voice. Jeff grew up with his grandmother living with him in his house. I've always felt very passionate that my mother would always be a part of my life in the sense that she would live next door. She'd live in the garage and, you know, I don't know, uh, just float on a pool floor out out in the pool. Like, whatever. She's always going to be with us. However, let me pump the brakes. A couple years ago, I said, Mom, sell the house. Let's get you a condo in Buckhead. Like, I don't want to do this. It's too much. I'm glad I think everybody now went back to their parents. It's, it's even for a week during this shit. So I'm glad she kept the house and, and we've now moved in and made it our own. Da, 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 and we're all kind of cohabitating. But Jeff, for the six months that he was down here and couldn't work, had to go back and finish his job. Again, what does he do? I couldn't fucking tell you. He has told me to tell you that he is a, a real estate, think project management consultant. AKA, what that says to me is he's at three of the following. One, in the mob. Two, a fucking liar. Or three, unemployed. I don't know which one is which. I'm going to go with number one because he does pay good bills, but I don't know. I know he wears a hard hat, steel-toed shoes, is the boss, but literally will send me photos of ratatouilles to freak me out all day while he's on his, at his site. So again, what he does, I thought he was an engineer for the longest time. And I know that's shocking for a lot of y'all, but if you've been OG followers, I've called him my little engineer since day one. I just thought that's what he did. I said, oh, you wear a hard hat. You, you got, you know, medium dick energy. Figured you're, you were in charge of making sure, I don't know, that the cement blocks stay solid. Like, <laughs> I don't know what an engineer does. I truly could not love this moisturizing product any more than I do because it's the friggin' best. I'm talking about the number one cocoa butter brand, Palmer's, now introduces their new hemp oil collection. Let me tell you my tip and trick, okay? You know, I get that eczema flare up when it gets dry out. I get out of the shower. I'm like a slightly a little touch damp. You know, I, I've lightly patted dry. I get that hemp oil calming relief body lotion or the body oil. And I just lube up and I'm telling you, I'm like slick Rick. It just traps in that moisture and it calms, soothes and hydrates even your driest skin. Take it from me. Who has eczema? I'm like a wild iguana sometimes with how dry the skin you get. And it is true that this specific Hemp oil calming relief body lotion and body oil is perfect for eczema prone or sensitive skin. And it provides dry skin relief with its most powerful moisturizers. Hemp oil body oil soothes irritation, boosts hydration and improves skin's texture and radiance. While the hemp oil body lotion is clinically proven to help irritation, dryness and itching. You can double up and layer them, you know, put a little oil on, then a little lotion, put on your yummy pajamas and you are cooking with gas, baby. Here's the thing. You can find these products in store and online at Walmart, Target, Walgreens, or Amazon. And pricing, it's less than $10 each. From Palmer's, choose what's real. Again, it's Palmer's New Hemp Oil Body Collection. Because guess what? We got to stay hydrated this holiday season. Now, back to the podcast. But long story short, so yes, we left New York. 
moved to Atlanta in with my mom, like, like everybody loves Raymond style, but he had to go back to New York to pick up this project. He's building this building and it won't be done till the spring. So we had to go back. So just so we're all on the same page, we have not broken up. But mom, you're standing outside my door. My mom is literally standing outside my door. I can't with her. We'll get into that in a minute. I cannot. We'll get into that in a minute. So anyways, we're back to being long distance. I mean, we're going on 11 years, you guys. 11 fucking years. At this point, it is what it is. We almost killed each other in quarantine because we weren't used to being around each other that much. And the biggest question I get from people is, how do you do long distance? Okay, is it easy? Not always. Do we kind of do our thing? Sure. Does it mean that we love each other less? No. Absolutely friggin' not, Claire. Sometimes it pisses me off. People will, will phrase things to me like, oh, you're long distance. It must not be like a solid relationship. I'm like, I literally, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm about to throw you under the bus. I love this man so much. Whenever he's had an ingrown hair under his grundle, who goes in for it? I do. That's love. We are as connected as can be. We also both like to hustle. So I just wanted to clear the air. Got a lot of DMs. Jeff was in town for Thanksgiving. People were like, did you just get back together? We never broke up. He's twerking. He's not having sex in the city. He's getting taxed in the city. Cuomo. (laughs) De Blasio. He's just working. We're all trying to work. And I feel like so many of us are trying to catch up for lost time in the sense of like, again, who the fuck knows what's going on? You know, we got comfortable this summer with everybody like going back to work and and doing whatever. But I feel like, at least for me too, I feel like I got to catch up for the lost time. I mean, I've had a 40 city tour date that has been pushed to God knows when next year, which I will announce the dates as soon as, you know, the world says, hey, you won't die. That because Lord knows I don't want to get sued. As selfishly, it's it's all very selfish. But I feel like we're all just trying to grasp at what we can to, to, to feel like we accomplished anything this year. And I do have some exciting things to announce soon, but I can't say them on the podcast until they're announced publicly. But there's still just like a glimmer of hope. It's like a dangled carrot. Nothing's set in stone. I still got to do 10 steps to get the project across the finish line. But it is very exciting for me. So even though it's been a dumpster fire every year for, Literally the world. I've had one good thing come out of it. However, I miss seeing your faces. I want to be on the road. I miss being out there. Okay, hold on. Let me explain. The reason I say all of this, though, is that I feel like I've been a little bit of a, of a, a hoed out, okay? Basically, I, I want to say I had to do 655,000 fucking ads for everything, every business and company that I've ever very organically worked within the last three years. All in the last week was like, hey, we need a Black Friday shout out, which I'm like, duh, totally will do it. Of course, you're my boo, you're my G. You know, I only work with people that I actually genuinely like. But it did become one of those things where I was like, guys, I just got to give you a heads up. Your girl ain't been on the road in a long time. So buckle up. She got to pay for new garage doors. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And I'll tell you what, one thing I've learned about home maintenance, everything's fucking expensive. We've talked about this before, but I'm getting new garage doors and a new front door. And because I've been forced to watch the fucking crown, I want a very specific door. Thought I wanted the wrought iron, very modern, yada, yada, yada. Realized my crib's a little more Georgian style. So I need a more English door. Still going to be modern and chic, 
But I, from watching The Crown, that's the one thing that's influenced me. The royal family sucks, but two, great outside decor. So, you know, I don't know. That's where I'm at. Am I talking in circles? You bet your ass I am. The fuck am I even talking about? I came on here basically to say, Jeff and I are gravy. Okay. Just wanted to give you the full Monty. Here's what we're really trying to do. Okay. And y'all who listen to the podcast are the real people I love in my life because you know everything about me and I'm very transparent with you. So Jeff and I got a phone call from our accountant. It was like, hey, I know y'all are supposed to get married this year, um, but you still need to do it. Like legally, you need to get married so you can save money on your taxes because this year's a shit show. Because you know, that whole tour I was supposed to do uh, didn't happen. So long story short, Jeff and I are like, fuck, we're like scrounging to find court dates that we want to just get legally married this year. So, you know, I ain't trying to have the IRS show up at my door. You feel me? Because Lord knows they watch me on Instagram. And I already know I'm an overshare. Like, I already know that. Has it gotten me this far? Sure has. Will it be the death of me? Absolutely. I'm waiting for like a sort of weirdish man who has, who's in a white van and has a stabby energy to just jump out because he knows I'm at like Storco Fresco. And he finds me there and he just stabs me. Any other real celebrity, real artiste has a low profile. But because I do comedy, the more I share, <laughs> the sadder shit gets. Hold on. Hydration break. I'll tell you what. I am mad as all hell at myself for not getting my DHM detox in time before I got, you know, too drunk on Thanksgiving. I swear by this stuff. I keep it by my bedside. And I ran out and I didn't order in time. And here I was. Y'all, DHM Detox is the best if you don't want to have a day wasted after boozing and cruising. You feel me? DHM Detox is a vitamin for people who like to enjoy their drinks. You can enjoy your holiday drinks this year and get back to doing what you love the next day without feeling awful. Take it from me. I ran out. I was foolish. Forget the Sunday scaries and, the, and just feeling like garbage. All you got to do is take two capsules after your first couple of drinks and it goes to work. Tens of thousands of people are using DHM Detox as their drinking buddy and basically uses science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol and help break down those pesky toxins that make you feel like crap. All right. No Days Wasted offers a risk-free purchase. So if you don't love it, they will refund you on your first box. It's a no-brainer. We've got you covered with a very special Black Friday sale with 30% off your order and free shipping in the U.S. Just head over to nodayswasted.co. That's C-O slash absolutely 30 and use promo code absolutely 30. That's three zero at checkout. It's no days wasted dot co slash absolutely 30 this week for only 30% off. Okay. This week only 30% off. Doesn't get better than that. Hey, I need to restock refill because I'm not trying to have any days wasted. Now back to the podcast. Anyways. Okay. Let's get into real quick. So Jeff, I, I, you know, we're back and forth, long distance. So when he comes in town, I'm like, you better bring the romance, bring that medium dick energy. I need three pumps, you know, skeet, skeet, scoot, scoot all over my body. He pulls out this fucking roll, roll. It's a full roll of medical grade tape. And I'm like, what's he doing? Maybe taping up a toe that he hurt on the Peloton. Maybe he's about to tape a wrist because he's about to, I don't know. <laughs> 
finger me so hard. You know what I mean? He's like, I thought he was like putting on athletic tape because he's like, we're about to fuck so hard. They, I, I got to brace myself. Like my joints aren't ready. This fucker puts a slight slice of tape on his mouth. And I just looked at him and I go, what the fuck, Jeff? He's like, well, I read this book. Okay, now he's a Virgo and Virgos are very organized. Virgos are the kind of people where Jeff won't even go to a place for breakfast unless he's done six and a half hours of extensive PowerPoint presentation research. All right, he has an Excel spreadsheet on his favorite crackers. That's how much of a Virgo this fucker is. So he tells me he's been reading this book. Now, Jeff has a deviated septum broken on one side that you can retrain yourself how to breathe. And apparently as a species through evolution, we have evolved into mouth breathers. We weren't once mouth breathers. Now we are. So the idea is if you put mouth on your tape, a tape on your mouth at night, you will breathe through your nose by essentially asphyxiating your fucking self. And therefore he can somehow fix his deviated septum. So let me get this straight. I said it to explain that we thrive long distance, but also to set up the fact that when you come in town, I want to be dicked down. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I need that romance. I need you to put on a loose gold chain, let it lightly sit at the top of your chest hair, slick the hair back to the side, pull out a warm pizza, place it on the edge of the bed and be like, you ready to fucking go? Because I'm ready to fucking go. Like that's the romance to me. And I don't know if you've seen the Shawn Mendes Wonder Netflix special, but I was horny and ready to go. Is Shawn batting for the other team? 100%. Does that mean I still can't get it on with him? If he wanted to call me and experiment with an older lady, I'm down to clown. You know, we're only like nine years. Oh, how old is he? I think he's 22. 33. 11 years. It is what it is. I thought for some reason, Jeff, who watches my Instagram stories, was going to show up in a Sean Mendez wife beater, hair slicked, like a, you know, maybe a fake tat. This fucker shows up with mouth tape. I said, are you kidding me? Is this a joke? He's like, yeah, baby, Sean, I read this book called Breed. No, I'm telling you what, I'm retraining myself not to be a mouth breather. I, I literally just said, that's it. I'm going to jump off the banister land face down on the Carrera marble and hope it takes out my teeth. This is asinine. You made me watch two hours of the fucking crown and now you're mouthing your tape up. Now, did we get it in? We got it in. Did I make him keep the mouth on his tape? You bet your ass I did. But this is the kind of shit that I deal with. We're such an old married couple. I said, honey, we do have to legally get married this year. You know, fingers crossed the wedding in Italy can still happen. I, I don't know why. I have a oddly optimistic idea about it. You know, if not, we're just going to throw the biggest fucking party Tuscany's ever seen in like 10 years. Shout out to Jill Romanelli, my wedding planner. The Tuscan wedding. Jill, I love you. I miss you. I'm hoping we can face down, ass up, party come next summer. I, I don't know why I feel oddly optimistic. I need something to look forward to. You know, I've been on my heart healthy journey, trying to get it right, get it tight. I just need something. Anyways, I say all this to tell you, this is what I'm fucking dealing with. I'm excited. I'm like, I get a week with Jeff and now I got to deal with him taping his mouth up. Now, the most alarming thing was when I put this on the gram, I probably had a hundred people message me and say, oh yeah, been taping my mouth for years. I'm sorry. What? Listen, if it works, it works. Great. 
I don't really sleep with my mouth open. And now let me, let me side note, because I know I'm going to get a question. Jeff does not have sleep apnea. He's been tested. He doesn't even snore. So this was nothing to do with like a snoring issue. This is just because he can't breathe right because he has a broken nose from a hockey tournament when he was 11. I said, maybe we just crack it. Like if you come at me fast enough, I could hit you, crack it back. You be good to go. You know what I'm saying? But nobody listens to me. They never do. And it's frustrating. So here I am with my Italian stallion who's probably been lying to me that he's in the mob or, I don't know, unemployed, taping his mouth. You know what I mean? And, and then, y'all, this is so Jeff. We move my sister out of her condo or her townhouse, whatever it is. I don't know, loft, fuck it. It's, you know, an open floor plan. Okay, fuck me. So we moved her out because she sold it very quickly. Shout out to Amy Mallon, realtor extraordinaire. That's what's up. She wanted to sell it before the election. She's like, listen, you know, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen, but I, I need bigger space. Let's sell it. So we spent all of Saturday, okay, moving her. We get to the storage unit. We're like, we'll put stuff in storage because, oh yeah, by the way, Georgia Lawn Lady moving into the house. So all of us are going to be under one roof until she figures out A, where she wants to move, finds a house, all of that. I said, let's just get through the holidays. We get to this fucking storage unit. Jeff is so fucking Italian. He's like, let me tell you something about these storage units, Ashley. He's like, okay, here's the deal. First of all, it's a fucking price gouge bamboozlement. And you know, she didn't get the storage unit that's like on the outside where you just pull the van up, pop it open, pull out the chaise lounge, get your ass going. No, no, no. She... she she got a storage unit on the inside of the inside where you had to take such a 140 degree turn coming around a bin. If you didn't hit it right, you weren't going to make the couch wasn't going around. You know what I'm saying? So, Jeff, instead of like moving some of this furniture, he's just standing over there going, Ashley, I swear to God, this is how they get you. OK, storage units are the biggest waste of money in America. If you can't fit it in your garage, get rid of it. I'm like, okay, Jeff, we we can't fit all of her, her entire home into our home while she's looking. And Jeff's just hand on his hip, you know, eating a sandwich, just like, I'm telling you, storage units, if you want to make a quick buck, get into the storage units. They're everywhere. Have you driven down the road and noticed storage units every friggin' corner? And I'm like, does he have a point? Sure. Can you just pick up the end of this fucking couch, Jeff, and help me? I'd appreciate it. Anyways, I love you, honey. If you're listening, I love you. I just wanted to clear the air because so many questions. But let's hope we can get married by the end of the year and pray to God that we get a real wedding in Italy. Fuck, I know I've said it before, but I really am. I just want to have a bridal moment. And I never was that person before. But now when I don't get something, I, now that I can't have it, I want it. You know what I mean? Before I was like, eh, I'm not really a kind of a, I'm not really a wear white kind of gal. I'm more of a red lip, cheetah print blazer from Zara, hot pants from Spanx. That's more my vibe. But now that literally they won't let me in the country, I'm like, I'll see you in June. <laughs> okay. That's emotionally where I'm at. But yeah, Thanksgiving was fine. Uh, Chris was here. We all got COVID tested just to be safe because we're keeping an eye on my mom. We stayed in our little bubble. It was great. It was a real quiet Thanksgiving. I got wasted by 5 p.m. Wasted. Balls to the wall. Really feeling myself. I had six bottles of after dinner liqueur 
That's why I felt like shit following Friday. I just turned up. I was like, you know what? Haven't been day drunk in a while. Let's see if it still works. Verdict's in. It does. I was hung over at 1030. You know when like you just forget to drink water or do anything to help yourself and then it hits you at 10 o'clock while you're watching the homecoming, Beyonce, Coachella performance? Mind you, I'm sitting on the couch, the hangover starting to sit in. My mom comes down and she goes, oh, oh, in this song, she's being Sasha. I literally, my neck snapped. I said, what, what the fuck do you mean she's being Sasha? She goes, oh, I know, Sasha Fierce. Yeah, her alter ego. And then just walked out of the room. And I'm starting to realize my mom has played dumb as a fox for the longest time. She knows and is observant. Like, I know my mom likes Beyonce, but I didn't know she like did research or even hit the Googler about her. She just listens to a top 40. If it comes on, she's like, lemonade, love it. She knew who Sasha Fierce was. And I said, mom, do you have an alter ego? And she goes, you bet your ass I do, but you haven't met her yet. I'm like, bitch is turning 73 this week and we still haven't met her alter ego. Damn, Red. That lady always surprises me. I swear to God, keeps me on my friggin' toes. And that's why we keep her around. That's why we love her. Honestly, this partnership with Talkspace could not come at a more perfect time because if we are going to get through 2020 and get through the holidays sane and together and kind to one another, you gotta just talk it through. Talkspace is honestly just a genius wonderful idea. When I talk to people and they say they don't talk to a therapist, I'm like, whoa, pump the brakes. You got to set yourself up for success. The number one thing to self-care, it's one thing to go to go for a walk. It's another thing to talk that talk with Talkspace, which is an online resource where you can sign up and literally use their app to talk to somebody like a therapist the same day with a licensed therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy. Depending on the plan you choose, you can message and schedule live video sessions with your therapist and you'll pay the same amount literally every month so it's easy to budget. If there's one thing that you need to add to your self-care list, it's talking to somebody. Get that weight off your chest. Have a you know third party out there. Just kind of have another shoulder to talk to, another shoulder to lean on. Therapy has been so wonderful for me. And I think Talkspace makes it affordable. They have an incredible therapist network, which has thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience and over 40 specialties. And it's secure. You know, it's private using the latest end-to-end encryption technology to store clients' information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations, which is important. It's a safe space to have a safe conversation and really just talk through it. Here's the thing. Talking to my friends is so different from talking to a licensed therapist who has the expertise and the knowledge to give me practical guidance. Talkspace gives us the support we need at an affordable price. As a listener of the podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code absolutely to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's absolutely and Talkspace.com. Okay, I've been rambling about my dumb family. Just wanted to clear a couple things. Hope everyone had a beautiful Thanksgiving. A couple weeks ago, I said, listen, I need y'all calling to the Absolutely Not line. I want to hear how your holidays go. I hope you give yourself grace. Hope you were able to take a time out, smoke a cig behind the pool shed. Like whatever you had to do to survive, I support it. And I'm here for you. And I'm really excited to get into these voicemails because I know that y'all are on the verge of a nervous breakdown. All right, let's hit the hotline. Hi, Heather. I have an absolutely not for you Thanksgiving related, sort of. So I'm down in Florida 
against my will, but it is what it is. Visiting my dear, lovely grandmother, who I love very much, and uh, her horrid younger daughter, also known as my aunt, special human being in life. Long story short, I have been quarantined to a house down the street, which fine, okay, I want to keep my grandma safe, you know, like, let's not take any chances. Um, But her boyfriend conveniently was able to get a COVID test, but sold to my grandma that it was just for New Yorkers in Florida. Absolutely not. So my ass sat on the porch of my grandmother's backyard while they sat in the house and I ate Thanksgiving through the porch because I love my grandmother that much, but absolutely not to a shitty aunt. That's all I have to say about that. She is just literally the worst human in the whole world and having to spend three minutes with her to tell me that it was inconvenient for me to come to Thanksgiving because her dogs were getting used to the house down the street and now they had to change places. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You cannot show up in my family after my grandfather died just to ensure your inheritance after everyone else in this family has been a member of this family the whole time and expect that you're going to be welcomed with open arms and then act a fool. Absolutely not. Love you, Heather. Thanks for this line. Just, it really made me feel better. Okay, here we go. I needed to get into these horrible Thanksgiving bullshit. Call out your family members. Let's put them on blast. Let's stir the drama. Get that crock pot out. Add a little seasoning of family bullshit. And this is what I'm here for. Okay, so let's break down this entire scenario. Absolutely not to the fact that your aunt's just the worst. Hate her already. Hate the boyfriend. They need to go. So what I got from the tail end of your message is that she hasn't even been in the picture the whole time. So she shows up now out of the blue, probably, probably, okay, wow, I just am about to go to a dark place because CSI investigation, it just hit me. Okay, hold on. Let's back up. I'm getting ahead of myself. You told me her boyfriend came down and lied and said that he was able to get a COVID test for New Yorkers coming to Florida which is bullshit. He's in on it, sis. The boyfriend prompt. Oh God, you need to swab the whole family. I'm about to say something that's not good. It's bad. I'm accusing someone of doing something awful, but it it makes a lot of sense. So you came down to be safe. You were social distancing, saying, staying away from your grandmother, right? Being safe. But the boyfriend comes down, your aunt's boyfriend lies, very obvious lie about that he's the only person who got a COVID test from New York, hung out close to your grandmother. Your aunt's already pissed. She's inconvenienced because she can't stay at the house because of her fucking dogs. Swear to God, if they're Shih Tzus, I'll kill her myself. And then he's allowed to get close to grandma. He's trying to kill her. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. And nothing's worse than when an aunt's like, my two Shih Tzus. My two Shih Tzus, Lucy and Ethel, they can't. Uh-uh. They're inconvenienced. They just got comfortable at the house down the street. Now you want them to go from one, one house in Boca to the next? It's very uncomfortable. Stop with the fucking dogs. 
I have dogs. They're fucking crazy. And all I do is say, I am so sorry, Rigatoni sneezed on you. I am so sorry, Bronson might have jumped up. Are you comfortable? Are you okay? You got one job as a dog owner to make sure your dog's not the fucking worst. And this bitch is putting you below her animals, not on my watch. And her boyfriend comes in conveniently when they haven't even been a part of the family and just swoops in and says, hey, granny, God only knows. God only knows. What I would do is call the family accountant tomorrow, check the accounts, make sure nothing's drained, check on grandma, maybe do a quick swab, make sure, you know, he could have put a roofie in her damn drink. Do you trust him? I don't. What's his name? Rick? Fuck him. And I'm sorry that you got held against your will in Florida because I'll tell you what, nobody in their right mind has ever gotten on a plane to Florida and gone final destination. No, they haven't. And I love Florida. Y'all know, love, hate with Florida. I thrive there. I, I truly, my favorite comedy shows I've ever done are in Florida. I fucking love Florida. But Florida's in on the joke. You know what I mean? Florida knows. I'm from Georgia. We're in on the joke. But I can already tell. You were like, I didn't need to be here. And then you got the fucking aunt. Let's call her Linda. Aunt Linda brings a sketchy boyfriend. She hasn't even been talking to grandma. And now all of a sudden she knows granny may, God forbid, be on the way out. She's an older generation may not have much more time with her simply because of age. She brings a sketchy boyfriend who lies about a COVID test. No, I smell when there's smoke, there's fire. You need to investigate. Check the bank accounts. Call the accountant. Make sure the will's still intact. Are your parents on it? If your parents are still with us, you need to call your mom or dad, whomever, and you need to say, have we looked into this? Don't trust them. Absolutely fucking not to a Florida Thanksgiving bamboozlement. And those two shih tzus can suck my dick. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Maddie, uh, short for Madeline, not Madison. And I'm calling you from Nebraska. I have an absolutely not for you. So I live in a house with three roommates. So there's four of us girls living here. And one of them said she was going to pick up a seafood boil from a local Nebraska restaurant. That's the first mistake. If you're asking for your colon to fall out of your butthole, you're in the right place ordering seafood in Nebraska, whatever. She gets home and one of our other roommates is asking her like what a seafood boil is and why she got one. And then the perpetrator grabbed a cookie sheet from the kitchen and brought the seafood boil to her bedroom to spread it out on the floor and eat a sloppy seafood boil on her bedroom floor. That is an absolutely not. Who on earth does that? You cannot expect to bring Louisiana into the bedroom and not expect and not upset your roommates. Long story short, words were exchanged. Our house smelled like the ocean for a couple of weeks and not like a nice ocean breeze, like a sweaty shipyard, humid stank. Anyway, love you. Bye. Madeline from Nebraska. Thank you so much for this call. Okay, hold on. What the fuck? Pump the brakes. Absolutely not to a seafood boil on a in the floor of a three-bedroom apartment. Okay. I don't even know where to begin with this. First and foremost, you, you hit the nail on the head when you said, eat locally. You know, it's, it's called farm to table, C to bar stool. You know what I'm saying? I mean, listen, Atlanta's only a couple hours from the ocean and I still only eat, you know, oysters from three places. But Nebraska, that's too far. Even if you're flying in the, the freshest shit from Japan on, uh, on the reg, I'm sorry, I don't trust the sashimi. No hate, no shade to Nebraska, that it's a lovely place. But, you know, latitude and longitudical, Lee, it's too far from the sea. 
And I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to figure out that seafood boil, it ain't fresh. So let me get this straight. She she just gets a one. First of all, she needs to go fuck herself because she got a personal seafood boil. At no point was she like, hey, my boy Rick down the street having a party, seafood boil, let's roll. She found just just some random place in Nebraska for a seafood boil, brings the seafood into your home, then takes out one of your cookie sheets, okay? You know you probably make a soft, I don't know, baked mustard chicken in there. The the break and bake chocolate chip cookies that are now have seasoned six-week-old crab claws dried on them. It'd be one thing if she brought the seafood boil in the house and then she got a giant, essentially dumpster from outside, you know, trash can lined it and then was cracking the crab claws, throwing them in. What else is in a seafood? I don't actually know what was in her seafood boil. Uh, I've been to many, a crawfish boil, seafood boil, going to school in Mississippi, hanging out in Louisiana in my day, but I don't know what's even in a Nebraska seafood boil. What is there, a friggin' ham hock in there? You could have a loose hamster. I don't know what it even means to have a Nebraska seafood boil. So she didn't even just keep it in like the the KFC size bucket that it came in. She then transferred the boil of hamsters onto your cookie sheet. I'm sorry, brought it into her bedroom and sat on the floor. Did you immediately call the police? Because I would have. I would have called 911 and the call would have gone as following. Ring, ring, ring. Hello, 911. Yes, my roommate's name is Mary and she needs to die. <laughs> I will kill her unless you show up before that happens. Who the fuck puts a seafood boil on a sheet and then a cooking sheet? But it's I just call them cookie sheets because that's all I make on them. A cookie sheet and then sits on the floor of their room. If I was going to eat in my room, honestly, I would eat on the bed. And that's disgusting, but you know you can change the sheets. You eat on the floor, unless you got get the Swiffer out, the shark, you know, vacuum, and six other things. At least the sheets, you can roll it all up in a duvet cover and throw it in the wash. I know a lot of people are going to argue with me on this one, but fine. I'll see you in the streets. Meet me at the Beverly Center, bitch. We'll duke it out. To me, it's just very much so a, this whole entire conversation, she's a serial killer. And you, yeah, I, I don't blame you for exchanging words. I would have too, but I don't, I don't know where you go from here. You definitely can't look her in the eyes ever again. She just ate probably boiled hamsters like an absolute psychopath. And you got to stand for something. Somebody do a like Google of Nebraska seafood boil. Let me know what comes up. Guess what? Probably not seafood. I mean, were there a couple of scrimps thrown in there? Is there even a, a lake or a river in Nebraska? I'm, I'm Googling Nebraska. Oh, okay. Looked up. I don't know what part of Nebraska you're in. Well, one place in Omaha, this plank seafood provisions look swanky as all hell. You know what doesn't look good though? The absolutely fresh seafood market. I don't know if it is fresh. No, it actually, maybe it is. Okay. Well, okay. I've done a little bit of light research. Maybe you can get fresh seafood. Maybe. Joke's on you. I mean, if she had oysters, I would eat them. You know what I mean? If she had a loose oyster and it was a good seafood boil, but what I'm thinking of, see, I'm thinking of like a, a crawfish throwdown. Fuck, I'm doing some scrolling on, on the, the eater. I mean, you got some options. And again, joke's on us. 
I love it when you go to a place like Nebraska and you find out they've got great oysters. And then I realize I'm the cunt of this whole situation and I should call 911 on myself. Her eating it in her room on the floor, though, and using your pan, unforgivable. Should you be friends with her still? Absolutely not. And if she did know about a place with great oysters and didn't invite you, she doesn't want you to thrive and live to your maximum potential. So tell her to go fuck herself regardless and look for a new roommate. I I don't know how to feel about this. Absolutely not. Next voicemail. Hi, Heather. Happy Thanksgiving. So I just saw what I'm calling the Heather McMahon Thanksgiving special with you drinking with your family. So I love drinking with family. 2020 was a fucking shit show. My husband's brother was literally just committed two days ago. My oldest sister, she had her leg amputated this year. My youngest older sister got divorced. And if you don't understand that, I am the very youngest. I'm the baby. And I have two older sisters. So my oldest sister had her leg amputated. My younger older sister got divorced. My brother. Turns out, never smoked a day in his life, had a fucking tumor on his lung. So now he has one and a half lungs. And my other brother was like, hey guys, I'm turning into a Jehovah's Witness. 2020. Oh, on the plus side, me and my husband bought a house. Love you. Okay, wow. This voicemail is a shit show of epic proportions. One, thank you for your bravery and your honesty to share with us all the family gossip. Holy shit. How do we even unpack this? Let's go through the laundry list of things that have happened. I believe your brother-in-law got committed. I think that means maybe to a mental health facility. I don't know. Or in jail. I I don't know what that means. We committed somewhere is probably somewhere maybe they didn't want to be in the first place. You know what I mean? Your sister got divorced. Your other sister lost her leg. First of all, you can't call into the the hotline and just breeze past that. You know what I mean? I need details. I need details. You're telling me she started off the year with two legs. She's down to one. And then you said your brother never smoked a day in his life. He has lost half a lung and another brother's a Jehovah Witness. Maybe he was committed. Did you mean he got committed to the Lord? I can't keep up with the family drama. First of all, I had a grandparent who was a Jehovah Witness. Buckle up. Buckle the fuck up. Out of all those things, the Jehovah Witness might be worse than the loss of leg. And I am supporting your sister 100%. But the Jehovah Witness, you can't come back from that. You can try, but it gets very weird at holidays. My grandmother used to tell me I was going to hell because I believed in Santa. I was seven. She didn't really know what was happening, you know? And I said, you know, what do you mean believe in Santa? And then she'd be like, he's not real. Only She would just remind me all the time that only 144,000 people are going to heaven. And I was like, this is on. Okay. Okay. Don't know if we want to go there, but sure. I'm six and a half trying to watch Blue's Clues, but thank you for uh, keeping my brush with uh, Heaven's Gates in check. Dude, your family's had a year. Have you done a 23andMe or any sort of Ancestry.com situation and, and seen if you've got other relatives who are getting a fucking shitty year too? Because you might want to take this globally. You might want to see if you have a third cousin who, you know, had to have a penis repair surgery. I don't know. That was just on the tip of my tongue. But this globally, you might want to do a little bit more research. You might want to. 
Also, I just can't believe sister started with one leg or two legs and now is down to one. We have no food. We have no jobs. Our legs are falling off. That's fucked up. I mean, what is this year? I did, however, like at the end when you brought it in on a positive note and you said, but you and your husband are thriving and you bought a house. Congratulations on the homeowning. But also buckle up because you'll be trying to price out some new garage doors. And I swear to God, they'll, they'll tell you you need 15 grand. I said, is this wood or barbed wire? Rick, don't trust you. Never did. Man, I wasn't ready for that. I mean, I, I thought there'd be a couple things. All right, you know, da, 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 da. but you got a Jehovah Witness and a, and a you're missing a leg. I mean, I don't even know how, where to go from here. But plus side, it could really only go up from here. I would also like to know how your brother got into Jehovah Witness. And listen, I, you know, I, I respect everybody for their religions, but Jehovah Witness is a very specific niche thing. And until you've had one in your family, think a little differently. It's just, it'll, it'll, it's a zinger. They don't believe in holidays like anything. I'm talking flag day, president's day. It's pagan. Everything's the devil. Everything's bad. I think they try not to pay taxes too. I remember when my mom just explained it to me when I got older, I was like, okay, Grammy was on the, (laughs) living on the edge. Like no stamps, you know, cause stamps are pagan. I mean, I don't watch I, I never watch, um, oh, fuck, what was that show? Oh, fuck me. Any of like the witch shows growing up, just because I believed once you allow the dark spirits to come into your life, they can stay there. And you have to actively fight off the bad spirits. There is spiritual warfare around us. You can't see it. I can, because I'm an empath. We've discussed this before. But man, those Jehovah Witnesses, I mean, they'll you'll pull out a pashmina scarf, a red one. They'll be like, that's pagan. Good luck to you. You're going to burn in hell. And you're like, hey, granny, I just, you know, I I took you to a Panera bread to get a soup bowl. I wanted a loaded baked potato soup in a bread bowl. I don't, I don't think that comment was necessary. So listen, sis, you've had a fucking year. However, you did buy a house. So what I think you need to do is get all your family members together in said new house, sage the shit out of it. This is what we're going to do. Okay. Yep. I got it. Get the, get the whole new, the, the whole family in, in the new, well, first of all, you're going to go on 23andMe. You're going to find any other family members that could be distant relatives. Make sure that their lives aren't falling apart. If they are, you invite them to, to the new home. You get a fuck ton of sage. Sage was actually used in the Bible. So if your Jehovah Witness brother gets fucking crazy and says that's pagan, well, tell him actually it's used to clean, cleanse. We say spirits, but it actually cleanses germs and bacteria. So jokes on you, Rodney get the whole family, do a full family sage, and then you just sit in it for a minute and maybe think about what you did. (laughs) I don't know. But it's got to be a full family cleansing. And then once they're cleansed, you got to move houses. So, hate to tell you, you thought your year was ending on a good note. You got to get a new house, but you got to sage it first. Wow, love and light to you, sending you love always. That's a hell of a story. All right, goddamn. Absolutely not to that. <laughs> Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather, it's Kels. Just calling to say happy freaking Thanksgiving and a quick absolutely not to the parents and grandparents or siblings, whoever makes these comments as, oh, calories don't count or, oh, I hope you remove the calories out of the mashed potatoes. You know what? No. 
the calories do count. They're going to go straight to my ass, and I don't care. I'm going to go back for seconds and thirds and maybe fourths after 12 a.m. once I've had a couple of toddies on the porch. So do we need to just kind of like cancel the the mentioning of it and the constant, you know, I understand Graham has dementia, so she's going to keep saying it. But like, can we just, everyone stop focusing on that part so that I can just feast and enjoy myself without a little bit of side comment judgment? That's all I have to say. Make sure you uh, answer some of my DMs on Instagram. It's Kels Cottrell, C-U-T-R-E-L-L. You know, a lot of people send you hate mail. Mine's just love and light. Kels, I don't even know where to begin with this, except couldn't agree with you more. Absolutely not to a holiday pun. To a calories don't count. You know it was your Uncle Rick. He gets too close. He's in line scooping the mashed potatoes, checks out your tits, and you go, hey, Rick, did you just look at my tits? I'm your fucking niece. And he's like, well, <laughs> you really trimmed up like that Christmas tree, Kels. <laughs> You've been working out. And you're like, Rick, again, don't talk about my body. I'm your fucking relative. The, the calories don't count today. Oh, they don't, Rick? You know what does count? Jail time. When I call the cops on you being a fucking perv. Keep the jokes moving and the line moving. Because I'd like to get to, I don't know, the cranberry sauce before January. Everybody, <laughs> the calories don't count today. They don't? Well, they did about 10 years ago when you body shamed me as a 15-year-old <laughs> and told me the reason I didn't make JV cheerleading is because I was too thick on the top, Uncle Rick. So I don't want to hear it. Oh, oh, all of a sudden now, because thick chicks are in, you want this tight chubby which is the way I describe myself. It's, I'm, it's tight, chubby. You know, I'm thick, but it's tight. It's like, it's like together, like I'm in shape, but it's thickness. However, if you Google the word tight, chubby, it will show up as a, it's a porn reference. Didn't know. And I believe it means like, you have, I believe it means the shape of your vagina. I don't know. A lot of different videos popped up and I didn't know what that was. But back to Rick. Hey, Rick, when you were married to my Aunt Linda, who then divorced you because you have a gambling problem and you bet on UFC fights. You used to body shame me, but now that you're single, you're creeping on me while I'm, I'm headed for an extra Hawaiian roll. I love a sweet, savory Hawaiian roll. Calories don't count. Guess what else apparently doesn't count? Paying taxes because the IRS has been up your ass the last three years. In fact, I'm 99% sure when I just stuck my head out to get some fresh air, somebody drove by in a Lincoln town car looking for your ass. Nothing's worse than you get that one relative who doesn't have a sense of humor. They have nothing to bring to the table except, dig in, guys, calories don't count. <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm just doing a full-on sketch by myself because I think this is so funny. Calories don't count. <laughs> but guess who brought three pumpkin pies? You bet your ass I did. Everyone's like, have you checked your blood sugar? We don't even know how you're here. Why, how you were invited. You're not even blood related, Rick. You are 
it was only through marriage through my Aunt Linda. She just embezzled all of Granny's money. So she's not invited back. So why are you here? And you low-key reached over me to brush up against the nape of my neck to top off your bourbon with a little ginger ale at the wet bar. I saw what you did. I could smell your breath on me. It's too close. And now you're commenting as I go in for my third scooping of just heart-healthy gravy. Calories don't count. You know what else apparently doesn't count, Rick? Your kids' relationships, because they haven't called you in about 10 years either. Why are you at this holiday Thanksgiving when your own kids don't call you? I'll tell you what, nothing's worse. I got to be honest with you. Ladies, gentlemen, you got you to gotta gear up. You got to put on the armor of God for Christmas because it's coming. And you know, even though maybe this is the year that you as a family get together, like our lovely friend that we had in Florida who now needs to swab the whole family and figure out if they're about to be on Unsolved Mysteries, you need to get together with the family and say, we don't want Rick coming anymore. I don't want a single bit of negative energy telling me the calories don't count. That's the same fucking guy who legit, as he's slipping a roof and all into some lady's vodka crayon at an Applebee's, just says, uh, I guess no means yes. <laughs> and then you wake up in a gutter down by the racetrack. Don't trust it. I'm glad that you brought up the calories don't count comment because what this is really, what, what has really come to my eyes during this is that we may have a couple serial killers in all of our families. And I just think since now we have time with this year, with 2020, to, to take a step back, to really look at the broader picture of who you have in your life, who you do want to spend this precious time with, maybe it's time to cut some family members out. Aunt Linda, quit stealing granny's money. This bitch, Cousin Claire, just ate a pan of seafood boil from Nebraska on the floor of her apartment. She's for sure going to murder one of us. And Uncle Rick needs to go. And you might want to call to catch a predator and see if he's still looking for creeps because Rick is at the buffet line in your house. And that's what this podcast is really about. You thought this was a comedy podcast. It's actually a true crime podcast. And specifically, this post-Thanksgiving, I almost said appointment, this post-Thanksgiving episode is about hunting down the future pedos in your life, the bamboozlers, the embezzlers. And maybe I need to take a good hard look in the mirror and look at the fact that my fiance, Jeff, is taping his mouth shut like Hannibal Lecter at night because he just won't get his nose fixed. (laughs) Fuck me. See how that came full circle? It sure did. I got probably two weeks before I can pull out of this marriage. I do love him and he's not a creep, which is good. But now there's a couple things that maybe I need to take a step back and assess because if he's taping his mouth, what's next? You know what I'm saying? What's next? Wow. This has been eye-opening for me. I hope this episode's been eye-opening for you. As always, I love you. Thank you so much for calling into the, the hotline. It's 800-213-7503. Please keep calling in with your absolutely nots. They can be going into Christmas related. Just in general, I need to know what's going on in your life. Side note, as always, try and make sure you turn off the air conditioning in your car when you leave a voicemail because some of y'all are calling me from a damn wind tunnel. And it's they seem like good messages like, Heather, absolutely not to, and then I just don't hear it. 
because the you you turn it on max AC. And that's a bigger problem because environmental issues are what we really need to be focusing on. Because I'm doing that, driving around Georgia with max AC, because it's almost Christmas and it's 85 degrees out. And I bought patent leather pants. I'm ready to fucking thrive in doggy, but I can't yet because it's too hot. So even though we've learned a lot, don't eat seafood on the floor. You know, never trust your Aunt Linda. Call the cops on Uncle Rick. You know, watch out for Jehovah Witness. All of those things, we're learning. But really and truly, what this podcast is about is saving the environment. And if anybody's figured out how to do that, by all means, call into the hotline. Because I tried with the fucking straws, the metal straws, and that lasted a week. And then COVID hit, and we all started using plastic again, like a bunch of assholes. So I did my part. Listen to my metal straw. You hear it? I still use it. I'm still trying to save the turtles, but I also apparently have to save y'all from your own damn families. So we're doing what we can. As always, call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. Thank you so much for giggling along. I love you. I mean it. I've got some very exciting guests coming up. I do want to say once I know before I let you get out of here, thank you for being patient with me this year creatively. I got to be honest with you. It's really hard to try and, you know, giggle and come up with new content and to feel fresh on your toes. I was talking to a couple of girlfriends of mine who are very funny comedians. We were all like, fuck, we feel like we're just spinning in circles with the same shit. Like we need to get out in the world and experience and have shit happen to us and live life to really be able to focus on new material and and being silly. So thank you so much for bringing me these ridiculous stories and giggling along with me. And for, you know, we're just getting through it. And I'm very excited to get some new exciting guests out there, you know, trickling in, if you will. And I have vetted all of them. So far, they all seem like just slightly pervy. So I will keep doing my research. In the meantime, between time, talk to your friends and family, especially take a look at your aunts and uncles. And if you don't want them at Christmas, Tell them to fuck themselves. Absolutely not to having creeps at Christmas. I love you. I mean it. I'll see you next week on the Absolutely Not Podcast. Ciao, Bella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.